Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. Catholic Man Show Wives Edition. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side, so raise your glass. I'm very much hoping that this show will go viral <laughs> as my wife is only... How many days are we? Four, five days? Four days? We're four, four days. Four yeah. days away from giving birth to our third son, Mr. Leo Thomas Minahan. And so, Dave, go ahead and go to the babe, baby cam, if you would, please. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, we don't have no, the baby no, no, cam. No. Uh, you can watch him kick mm-hmm. him in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the best I got right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we have, Dave, we have our wives on for the very first time. The first time we've had uh, females on the Catholic Man Show. Yeah. Which um, Have we ever had four people? This seems like a crowded... I think you have. This is... This Maybe. is as many people as we can fit on yeah. this camera right here. No doubt. Uh, and po- and most likely the holiest show that will ever happen sure. on the Catholic Man the, Show. The, and the prettiest. Without a doubt. Like, mm. by a lot. By so a lot. Much, so much. Dave, why don't you go ahead and introduce your wife and then I'll introduce mine. This is my lovely wife, Pamela. Hello. N- Niles. We've been friends for a long, 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 <clears throat> long time. <laughs> well, we've known each other anyway for a long, long, long time. But mm-hmm. we've been married for five years. Mm-hmm. We have three girls, mm-hmm. another child on the way. Yes. Not due in four days. No. But this is my beautiful wife. She has all of my best ideas. So I'm really excited for everyone to get to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And this is my beautiful wife, Haley. Hi. Due in four days. <laughs> yes, correct. Uh, <laughs> we've been married since 2012. Mm-hmm. We have uh, two boys, a little girl, a little baby in heaven, and one little boy on the way. Right on. Yeah. And Haley told me that, that our wives were talking at, at their little Bible study that they have on Sunday last night when we didn't record. Yeah. And Pamela said, so I have a strategy for tomorrow. Haley, you ratted me out. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm just going to try not to talk. <laughs> and then Haley said, no, you can't do that. That's my strategy. <laughs> so they're, both of them are attempting not to talk through the episode. So we'll see how that goes. Holy silence. Holy silence. A beautiful strategy. I feel uh, like we're doing pretty well so far. Doing great. And mm-hmm. once again, lest anybody accuse us of this, it's not because we told you to be women quiet in the background. Okay, this was your own decision. We didn't want you to do that. We're going to totally try to get you to talk. <laughs> we just nod. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. Dave, I'm really ex- So, obviously, because... Uh, ladies, why don't you tell them what you're drinking this evening before we, we uh, jump into ours? Ooh, it looks well, really good. It is. Uh, Haley concocted this, her very own self, with some input from me. It was a group oh, effort. yeah, yeah. It was Gen- a last minute, you mm-hmm. know. On our own. Mm-hmm. So what uh, is it? Wouldn't you like to know? It's uh, ginger ale, <laughs> grenadine, lemon juice. Yeah, and uh, a lemon just a slice. little squeeze of lemon and a lemon slice. And Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's refreshing and pink. What are we drinking, Adam? So uh, this evening we're drinking mead, a first for the Catholic Mansion. This is like a epic episode of a lot of firsts yeah. for us. So Eric Johnson out of Bend, Oregon, sends us this. It's a, it's mead, 
Um, Dave, why don't you read this right here? The first, the first time I ever heard of Mead was on that Bud Light commercial, the Dilly Dilly commercials, oh. which really fantastic. Com- I mean, like <laughs> they are good commercials. Their commercials are very good. But he even uh, like put together a little like. So it's an it's an ancient drink in Europe, um, the- though not as well known here. Uh, it's made from yeast and honey. It's less complicated than beer. Quick to make. Um, you ferment it. You need patience. The toast, or the gods, and kings. Well, that oh, whole wait. thing was like like part of like it was it was a. I'm just like, reading this powerful was, drink called mead. It oh, is this, oh, this is a. I'm so sorry, you, I was summarizing. <laughs> I shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, because you like, read it, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me try again. It's quick to make and yet to ferment. Patience you need. The toast of gods and kings, a powerful drink called mead. There you go. Well done. Much better. Much better. Dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to Eric, I appreciate you got you sending this to us. Uh, so it's basically what it is. It's fermented uh, like honey, like sugars from honey. So mm. hey, that sounds delicious. So we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. We didn't even Ooh, practice that, that really and they good. nailed that it. Really Winner got double cheers. <laughs> they did it. Hmm. That is good. Very drinkable. Very. It's lightly I carbonated. Def- I can definitely drink this. Yeah. Well, it's it's lightly carbonated. It's got it's, little it's, little <clears throat> tiny bubbles in there. It's eighteen percent ABV though, so don't be really don't be playing around. Yes. So you can just like take some honey and throw some yeast in it, and then I think it's yeah. So it's basically beer yeast with honey fermented with water. That's incredible. So who, anyway, who knew? Aristotle talks about it actually in Does he? in his books. Yes. That's all I know. I, I, that's all I can recall. In one of the ethics, uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was an wait, audio book that I was yeah, listening to, like f- with with Aristotle. And Dude, like, you can't audio book Aristotle. <laughs> like I know, I agree, uh, but you have to go through that learning process of like I can't do this. Now this you, is, and now you know because you I tried know. it. Yeah, yeah. That's but, a good way to learn things. But I remember him talking about yeah, it just to mess it up right. yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, but he did talk about it. Ladies, so here's what here's what's happened. We we asked everybody if they wanted to, uh, you know, for us all to be on the episode. They said yes, and I said, okay, well, if that's the case, you guys have to ask questions that we're going to answer on air. So we printed off a, a list of questions, mm-hmm. um, and I figured it'd be best. What we're going to do is we'll go through each, you know, we'll ha- take turns going through questions in between segments. If you're listening live, or if you want to go back to our YouTube channel. Uh, we'll take maybe some questions from people who are asking them live currently in between segments. But um, on on air, what we'll do is we'll just kind of go through and figure out which ones you guys want to, which ones you like the best. Okay. How does that sound? Okay. Sure. Uh, what about you guys? You pick some also. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll pick a couple as okay. well, especially the ones that that ask like what's what's it like to live with the most manly men? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one I was really mm-hmm. curious See, about. That's what I had actually. a lot of those questions because yeah. I've wondered I that. To prompt that. I've wondered yeah. that for a long time. Yeah, like, what, how, what, what is it like to be, be my like? to be my wife? Like, yeah. it's got to be incredible. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> why not? Why not one of you ladies go first? Ladies first. Okay. Go so, ahead. Haley, let me ask you a question. Sure. Which one did you like? Oh. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, I like the ones I like. So you, you pick yours. And okay. Make sure you, 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 you make sure you say which. Who, okay. who said it? This question is from Jonathan Sperling. How important is it to have your husbands be part of a men's group? 
Um, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Um, I believe you began your first men's group shortly after we were married. Um, yeah, that, that, that that's most likely correct. Yeah. I think yeah. Ken Sabbath or Ken Henderson, Ken Sabbath probably mm-hmm. came in right right around that time. Yeah, and it was um, we were newlyweds. We had a new baby, so it was very <laughs> kind of daunting at the idea at first. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so you're going to be gone all the like regularly. <laughs> for, for regularly. Uh huh. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it was um, a challenge at first, but then started to see the fruits of it as time kind of went on and and from what i gather at the men's groups it's you know it's being able to be held accountable by these men who are invested in your life and invested in your um in your spiritual journey and so i think it really has kind of Mm -hmm. spilled over into our family life Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that you gain, you know, ideas from other men in these groups that what they're doing with their families and their wives that have helped you. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think accountability from men for men is way different than accountability from me for you. Like it might be more like nagging if it comes from me or something. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you're right. I've never thought about that. It is definitely different. Because mm-hmm. I keep you accountable to things different things than the guys do and your your accountability is probably the strongest accountability you know like if you're reminding me again to do something then i'm probably gonna do it more immediately Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but but you're right it's just it's just different it depends on what the thing Mm -hmm. is right and i think also if, if adam was telling me to unload the dishwasher I probably wouldn't care what he said. Right. Or other things. I can remember at, well, I can remember right after we uh, went to one of our first men's groups and I came back home and Haley said, uh, I'm really glad you went. It seemed like it seems like that you're in a better mood, you're you're in better spirits. Uh, you know, you just seem like you're in a better place. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought Absolutely. Okay. Good deal. So mm-hmm. when we get back, we'll, we'll continue talking with our wives on The Catholic Man Show. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan, Lady Pamela, and Lady Haley in the house. Thank you, Lord David. Yes. <laughs> How many times like did a, you- this is a dream come true? <laughs> How many times did you guys practice uh-huh. that before you came over? Yeah. None. I've just been trying to get her to like, you know, you watch Downton Abbey, and you know the they, you know call people Lord so and so and Lady so and so, and I I asked Sir Pamela David. a long he's, time he's ago. He's requested it before. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> look, if you call me Lord Lord David, I'll call you Lady Pamela. Just know that's, <laughs> and she just hadn't. I don't know why she hadn't gone for it until mm-hmm. just now, babe. Well, God, I love you. <laughs> you unloaded the dishwasher tonight, didn't you? No, actually, I oh. didn't. <laughs> but uh, I did last night <clears throat> and loaded. Mm-hmm. Pamela, you yeah. want you wanted totally. to uh, yeah tie that that last question up with a bow. Yeah. So another thing I would say about um, men's groups, 
Um, I think more importantly, I don't know if there's another question about this, but just friendship with other men, um, I think is just really important. Like, I don't want to be his only, I don't, I mean, yes, I want to be his best friend, but I don't want to be his only best friend. Um, I don't know. I, you need some camaraderie mm-hmm. to do guy things mm-hmm. in a healthy way with, you know, like-minded people. And, um, but also one of the more important things I wanted to say was that it's a good prayer group for you. Um, I can pray for you, you know, how I pray for you and for what you need. And you can tell me that, but I think you can share on a different level, you know, with other guys cause mm-hmm. they're more mm-hmm. in your shoes than <clears throat> and I, I am. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll echo that because I remember either during Curcio or, or, or something, Pamela wrote me a letter and she like right after you guys had gotten married and like it was probably one of the most <clears throat> touching letters that I've received because she actually she was she actually mentioned that. She was talking about like I am so thankful. You know, you guys are you guys are just married. Mm, yeah. it, it was like mm-hmm. newlyweds. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I am so thankful that uh, you know you are part of my husband's life, so that way you guys are you know together and you have a good friendship mm-hmm. and you can grow together in Christ. And I was like, you know that anyway, that was awesome. So I think yeah. because it was it was one of those things you realize like she realized that this is bigger picture that I'm we're not competing or battling for each other's attention. It was more yeah. of we're all trying to help mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's okay. go. We have a lot of questions. Yeah, let's, okay. question. let's try. Let's try to keep going. Um. Let's see. I we were actually talking about this last night, Pamela and I, and I feel like she does a very good job with this. Um, how do you encourage your children to choose in and own their faith? Who, oh. who asked that one? <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, um, Anthony. Mayoko. Mayoko. Okay. Mayoko. Mayoko. Um. Well, at this point, they don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they live kind in of like art. you have to eat the vegetables, right. kind of like but that how are sort you of thing. Fostering that for the future, right? You do, I feel like you. Um, um, well, one thing that I've that. Uh, really been into is just like Catholic art, just like mm-hmm. surrounding your environment with this Catholicity. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay, Catholicity. Mm-hmm. I was like thinking about it mm-hmm. in my head, and I couldn't think of another word, so. Um, just everywhere, you know, holy water. And we recently got an image of the Angelus by Rembrandt. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Anyways, and okay. so that's been nice because it's like right by our table. I'm like, oh, let's pray the Angelus. And so then we stop during lunch and pray the Angelus. Um, a lot of our books that we have are saints and, you know, Catholic and just mm-hmm. like always talking about the true, the good, and the beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also for us, just making our faith something that our kids can see we enjoy and brings us joy, and our community is part of our faith journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. think it, I think it's super important to make sure, like, to bring your faith into the home without it being weird. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because like I, I remember there were times where you can you can force it you can force it, it, it does and it's it, like this this it comes off fake it, it very fake and but if you can just figure out ways to live liturgically mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. without it being weird like like no 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 this is just part of what we do as a family mm-hmm. yeah not this is I'm forcing the faith down your mm-hmm. throat right yeah. yeah I think that if you just do the Catholic stuff that you like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm then it will come off naturally. Because mm-hmm. if you just like, I'm going to put a 
Catholic painting here just because I want to. We don't have one anywhere else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then that's that's just not going to work as well as if right. you mm-hmm. find the parts of the faith that inspire you the most mm-hmm. and present those to your children. I think that's a much more fruitful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you if they see you talking to God and they see you talking to our mm-hmm. Blessed Mother and they notice that this is something you're doing that you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're and living. It's different than other things you right, do. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you can't fully live that faith in front of your kids unless you know it. Mm-hmm. And you have to be confident, I feel like, because they mm-hmm. really sense that, mm-hmm. your confidence in something that is so valuable to you. Yeah. And it's just incorporating everything, mm-hmm. I think, into the faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all things, you like, know. We, we live Catholic. Everything mm-hmm. you do has, you know, you can talk about if you're doing math or if you're doing whatever, you can bring it back to, to Jesus. or mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Count holy cards. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's another question from at D underscore dog 86. All right. Uh, Is that how you say that? Uh, he asks, how has the show changed <clears throat> us? Meaning Dave and I. So how has how has the show changed Dave and I? I'd be interested to hear both of your, your, your thoughts on this. Um, I'm not sure. When did we start? When did you guys start the show? Three I think Elizabeth was, about was three like. three years ago. Yeah, so 2016. We, we weren't even married two years yet. Mm-mm. Just about, but not yeah. yet. Um, so I don't know. I'd say you get really excited to like do the research for whenever you prepare an episode, and that's really cool because then you share it with me, and I wouldn't necessarily do that research. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, neither would I. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, yes, I agree. I agree with that completely because as he's doing research, it prompts questions, you know, when he's discussing and, you know, kind of going through, going through the topics, it has brought on really great, I I believe, conversations with Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And um, not only like Dave and I, but all four of us, mm because when we eat dinner together, Mm -hmm. it's like Dave will realize, hey, there's this virtue I've not even thought about. Mm -hmm. And we have this, we have a conversation about it. Right. And it challenges us. Which mm-hmm. I think is great for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know about the virtue of magnificence now. Mm-hmm. Giving and away. Magnanimity. Gi- giving or away. Backbiting. Mm-hmm. Or that's not a virtue. That's but a vice. vice. Yeah. yeah. I did not know about that, actually, mm-hmm. until we I brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Dave, why don't, you, why don't you get one? Okay. I like. Um, how do you support your husband? This is from Andre, Ska, Ska, Andre Skasta, 91. How do you support your husbands in order for for them to be strong Catholic men? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, I really like this question. Um, I think encouraging them to mm-hmm. lead your family and trusting trusting them to lead your family and showing that you trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you, a lot of the times, and especially when you're a young mother, you're making a lot of decisions for the children and you're all day long making decisions for the kids. And it's nice to come home for him to come home and take over and be the head and me not have to worry about, you Mm -hmm. know, making some of those and, Mm -hmm. and showing him that 
I have confidence that you're taking care of our family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that builds them up. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, that absolutely does. Because what mm-hmm. it does is it like it empowers me. You know, knowing that mm-hmm. my wife is going to say, "Hey, I, I I understand what you're saying, and let's let's go with it as a as a family." Mm-hmm. You know that like it's the respect aspect. It's like she respects and and trusts me to say like whatever you you know let's get let's come to a decision together. But whatever you end up saying is what we'll do as a family. It empowers me to say like okay yes let's let's. I'm going to take on this role. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, is super. I agree. I mean, just from like my side of this question, you know, Pamela is really good at making sure that my role as the father of the house is honored. Right. And yeah. respected. Because, uh, men because respect. The, the mother could easily cut down the dad. I mean, mm-hmm. like yes. you, a mom can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Withdraw the respect in the minds mm-hmm. of the ch- of the children. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dad the, forgot to take out the trash. Yeah. Or right, something. exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you're always like, oh, he forgot <clears throat> again, you know, right. or he's always, you know, because they hear they hear everything right. that's mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it weakens our men. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like and just cuts down their confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say prayer. Probably in the last year, um, I've really been with my kids which they're all girls and so I don't know it's it's special because like daddy you know I don't it's yeah. probably different with boys that's true like mm-hmm. I'm the king yeah <laughs> yeah no d- yeah. yeah and they keep telling me mom did you forget you're the queen it's like no I remember him yeah. <laughs> I don't ever and forget dad's that the king. <laughs> but um like whenever we pray we always pray for daddy and I think that's really important that they know I'm praying for him and that they mm-hmm. know that that's part of our job. Dad's job is to go to work. Our job is to pray for dad. Um, so that's one thing that we really try to do. Um, also, kind of like you were saying, Haley, just like it's hard as a young mother to let your husbands go to men's group, you know, mm-hmm. once a month, twice a month. Um, yeah, when we're in a couple six, of them. Six yeah. times a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. but yeah, I just have to remember, like, this is good for him, and it's good for our family, and it'll be great. Yeah. So giving him the opportunity to serve, I get the opportunity to serve by letting you do those things that you need to do to be a man. Boom. Amen. Mm. Uh, in between breaks, we had a question asked, how many times does Dave say eche homo at home? So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have Maybe one answer. time a day. <laughs> Don't don't ruin it. We'll be right back. Oh. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Sitting here with our beautiful brides for the first time. Don't no no. Yes oh. yes. Ah. The first kiss on the Catholic Man Show. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure Juan has kissed you before on the Catholic Man Show. Rude. Okay. Mm, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to, valid. I'd have to think about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the lips, if it was. <laughs> okay, so we're at- And probably not uh, consensual. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we, we, we had a bunch of people ask us questions. In fact, for, I think for this Juan, was, Juan was watching a second ago. He was on Facebook Live. Hi, Juan. He was. We miss you. We do miss you, Juan. What time yeah. is it there? It's got to be. It's, it's, like, like, it's like, like nine hours. It's like terrible o'clock or yeah. something. Terrible yeah. o'clock. Well, it's like early morning, I guess. Yeah. Very so, early. So we ha- I had people ask us questions for this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this question. I'm going to actually answer 
answer it first and then let you guys go after me. So Ryan O'Hanlon asks, what's an embarrassing quirk about your husband? And this, I mean, there's so there's many things. There's not enough time. Yeah, there's not enough time. So are you going to say one about her? No, no, I'm okay, going to say one that, about, about me. <laughs> That's not what this show's like, about. <laughs> no, that I just like continue doing. So when we're driving up and we're pulling into a parking lot, I have <laughs> this, I, like, I, I do this thing where I don't let her know which parking spot we're going to pick. <laughs> So I'm pulling into this parking lot. There's multiple parking spots available, right? And at one point, there may be a parking spot that's in front as well open. And so I will, I will <laughs> bypass multiple parking spots where she's like, what are you doing? That like, was a good one. That was a good one. And, I like, and then I'll slowly pull into one. And kind of like almost act like that I'm about to stop, and then roll a, just a little mm-hmm. bit forward into the next one, throwing it into park. Sure, and then at times you will even hint that you're going to turn into this spot. Oh no, no. Yeah. Not not soon I th- enough. I throw so. some fakes in. Keep her yeah. on her toes. Yeah. yeah. Every Keep time. Almost. almost. Keep her yes. guessing. Yes. I like it. Yes. Almost every time that we park. Just when you think you know me, I'm, I'm in, in the, the west. W- I'm in the west. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So that, that that's one that I think that I'm not sure if that's one you would you would say, but no. Uh, that's when I when I read this question, I wasn't sure what to think about it <laughs> because you know obviously there's you could say the same about me. You you probably know know me better you don't than have I know very myself. Works is the thing. Uh, well. Okay. That could Um, be true. Yeah. But, you know, when we were first married, I got some great advice from Mother Miriam that had helped, you know, and and it has, you know, throughout our marriage. But she had said, never expose your husband to be anything other than saintly Mm. Mm -hmm. in front of other Mm -hmm. people, especially. And so I kind of read this question. I was like, does that kind of... And someone even said, this is borderline gossip. And I thought, good, we don't have to answer that question. okay. On the Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook, yeah. A woman said it, and, you know, we know. We we know. A quirk. (laughs) I would say maybe a cute quirk about my husband. Yeah, they're all cute. All of them. (laughs) He really downplays how intelligent he is. And it's like he never, every time, you know, you guys have an intellectual on the show or somebody who is, or he's, you know, talking with someone through a text message, which I won't say any names, but we know. Hashtag Thomas Lackey. (laughs) Well. Yeah. I know. Of course. Yeah. Just, you know, and he'll always, I can see him shaking his head and I'm just not that smart. I'm just not that smart. That's actually, that's Mm -hmm. true. Just not that educated. Educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or disciplined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have quirks as much as I just have like serious character flaws. <laughs> <laughs> like deep, like deep down. See, the, the quirks I was thinking about really have nothing to do with your character. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> you can link it to something. Okay, so like, let me tell you this. I was on a retreat this last weekend. One of the things was that there was the biggest jar of peanut M&Ms I'd ever seen in my life. Okay? Oh, my. And I guarantee you that I ate two or three times as much as the next guy. Whoever is in second place in the peanut M&M eating contest, wow. I smoked him. Here's why. Okay, I had my own little bowl. 
like, you know what? This is this is what I'm gonna have today. I'm just gonna have this much. People kept coming and dumping their bowls into my bowl. The problem was that I had already uh, color, color coordinated. Cor- yes, I had arranged my M and M's in uh, Roy G. Biv. They all had their own pie slice of my bowl. Who does that? Okay, and not only that, I had two of each color. And then you come and just dump your peanut mm. MCD in, to the max in, into dude. my yeah. bowl. Okay, and it's like, all right, fine, I can fix it. They are testing you. <laughs> I will fix <laughs> this. No big deal. Hurry, <laughs> <laughs> But then, but then it's like now I have five orange ones and only three green ones. So I clearly need to eat two orange ones. So you can see why I just had to keep. Eating the M and M's. This this is too much. You well, see why that's a problem. And I was telling him it's a good thing they all at least taste the same. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. unlike no Skittles doubt. or something yeah. that would have been bad for you. There's many things that would be bad. I count them all as the op- I'm, I'm quite the opposite of Adam in this in this uh, in this way because I count them all as marks of intelligence. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, I'm just going to pick no. a new question. Uh, Ask, ask Father James uh, Father James Porter's question. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. What Christian virtues do you think all women and families ought to have in today's culture? Mm. All of them. Mm. That's my answer. Yeah. I think a boldness and patience. Yeah. Bo- boldness. boldness. You have to be bold. Like totally. Wait, t- to wear pre- skirts all it, the babe. time or something. Mm-hmm. I mean. To be Christian out in public. Right. Yes. Yeah. To do the sign of the cross. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, that's uh-huh. yeah. Because uh, we pray, you know, when we go to restaurants. I can't tell you when the last time I mm-hmm. saw somebody else praying at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, not that it's I'm been a, forever. It's been a while, probably. I don't really forever. Go to restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Or and even then, in your own faith community, like we do some things that you know the guy in the next pew, he and his family don't do, like staying sure. after mass is over and praying or something. Yeah, we're like trying not to chat with people mm-hmm. like before I feel you're like out in the commons not eating meat on friday is mm-hmm. is really gaining traction in, in, the, in the broader community right. yeah because it's actually still something we're supposed to do right yeah. mm-hmm. so i think you need to have a boldness also i think a woman needs patience you need patience for all the virtues yeah. patience to love mm-hmm. patience to be yeah. generous wait for the right time be charitable you mm-hmm. know and I always my, seeing the good in others mm-hmm. and in your children, because there's mm-hmm. times where, frankly, that is, hard, that yeah. is you just want to spank them. Mm. Um, I'm gonna spank the good right out of you, <laughs> Mother Angelica. I think actually said that uh, boldness should be the eleventh commandment. Mm. Ooh, wow. babe, there you go. I told Did you, not even know all that. my best yeah. ideas. Yeah, and at this age, with you know the boys especially, they're seeing you know they're interacting more with our neighbors who are aren't Catholic and, and are good kids. But at the same time, we don't, you know, we're dip. I have to explain, you know, we do things differently mm-hmm. and that's okay. And they seem to just, you know, accept mm-hmm. that. And right. I think from a young age, hopefully they'll, they'll keep that up. But. Right. What about this question from Elizabeth Schroeder? I want to know more about praying together as a couple. How does it impact your daily life? Practical suggestions for how to get started and what types of prayers or ways of praying do you currently find most efficacious? We had a, actually a lot of questions about really? our prayer prayer routines, prayer life together. <laughs> how do we do that as as a family? So that that's a good that's a good one. To, 
why don't we let you guys go first because we're going to hit a break here in a little bit. So we'll let you guys go first and then maybe on the other side of the break we'll pick up ours. Okay, do you mind if I start off as the leader of our prayer life? Please do. And then you can come in and say the important stuff. (laughs) So uh, our prayer life is is largely structured. Um, Our together prayer life. Our together prayer life. Mm -hmm. My prayer life as an individual is largely structured. Um, And that's maybe even it's as, as a couple, maybe it's even too structured. Um, but uh, our I incorporate things, or I would count things in our prayer life other than just praying. You know, like I, I bless, I give her a blessing a couple times a day. You know, before I leave for work, and mm-hmm. um, after we all pray as a family before bed. Um, and I count prayer for each other, even when we're not with each other. I mean, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe that's not part <clears throat> of her question. No. You know, but. Yeah. Um, we have some devotions that we that we pray together. Mm-hmm. Um, How awkward was it at first to pray? Because that's I think to start mm-hmm. praying together may be awkward for for people. Was it awkward for you guys? Well, you know what? One of the questions was: Did you kind of come start dating at the same like faith level or prayer, you know, intensity or whatever? And I'd say we kind of did. And so I knew that he was a man of prayer. He knew that I was a man of prayer, and we just a woman of prayer. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> Words are hard. We yeah. say that on the show. Are Words hard. are hard. So hard. I know. Um, so we just have always incorporated prayer. I will tell you, we used to read a lot more scripture together than we do now. Yeah. Um, but see, we have a problem that we just like fall asleep during our prayer sometimes, which is a beauty, beautiful thing about praying together is that one of us manages to stay awake, and so that's it is. nice. And finish it, it up. Yeah, that's so we good. Why don't we do this devotion that you say these prayers for for twelve years. Mm-hmm. This uh, Saint Bridget. Saint yeah, Bridget. by Saint Bridget. There's a there's another Saint Bridget devotion that's different. This is the twelve year one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're halfway. We're over halfway now. Oh, but one awesome. of us. Can I be one of the people? Uh, you don't need it. You don't need it. That's rude. I've got people who need it more. We'll put it that way. It's true. Oh, that's a <laughs> anyway, one of us will very own. often fall, <laughs> fall asleep, but almost never both of us. Yeah, almost never. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about this more. Okay. On the other yeah. side of the break. Sounds good. We're here with our wives on the Catholic Man Show. You're listening either on radio or podcast, YouTube, Facebook. I don't know what else. Whatever you're listening to. The hang beatific in there. vision. The, Mm, the beatific vision. Wow. St. Thomas Fair Aquinas. Enough. Hang on, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles. This beautiful woman here beside me is my wife, Pamela. Pamela, I'd like to dedicate this episode to you. Thank you. And my love for you. I'll dedicate this episode to you. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? Honey. Yes, I will allow it. <laughs> Huge eye roll. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> I'll dedicate my life to you, babe. Mm, Not I like just that. The episode. <laughs> yeah, that's cheesy. Cheesy. I'm just kidding. It's better (laughs) (laughs) okay let's finish that so okay so um one thing really that i wish was better about our prayer life is that we would do more spontaneous prayer Mm -hmm. um because i always like it when we do that the problem is that we fall asleep asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. usually one of us well not usually very often 
One of us is down for the count. And we're terrible at getting to bed <laughs> yeah, on time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and, you so know what? Also, I think if we got up at the same time, I think we could more easily like add to our couple together pray- praying. Yeah. But I don't get up that early. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to, babe. I'm not willing to. <laughs> <laughs> at this point in my life, anyways. Yeah. You guys, prayer life. Go. The, big, the biggest thing, uh, I'll let Haley, uh, I'll start out and I'll let Haley add all the substance, but. The biggest thing in our prayer life, I think, was whenever we added the pray do right by our right by our bed. Mm, yeah, because that's a it, win. It gave us the like, no, 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 we're not getting in bed until we pray. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see it, you know, you can't you can't escape the prayer. There's you feel a, guilty if you're not at that. Prayer there's room. a Catholic guilt there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so like, but <laughs> if you you realize you realize like, no, I, I have to, I need, I need to be praying. You yeah. know, I need, I need to pray with my wife. So it's a, uh, visual reminder, mm-hmm. um, before bed of yeah. no, not let's get in bed and then maybe we can pray and, mm-hmm. and fall asleep, and fall asleep yeah. like, mm-hmm. like unholy like, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. no, uh, it does help to it, stay it, awake. Though. It does. It yeah. does. Totally. Cause it keeps you awake. It does, yeah. And, uh, so, uh, we have the, uh, our prey do at the foot of our mm-hmm. bed mm-hmm. Um, and we have a crucifix right above our bed. So I think that is the environment, a, the environment mm-hmm. and being intentional, like have an intentional space for us mm-hmm. to pray together mm-hmm. has been such a huge benefit to mm-hmm. us as a couple prayer, our, our prayer life together. Yeah. And also just having the vulnerability, especially early in our marriage, because I was a new Catholic. I mean, and I was, not coming from a faith background, it took a lot of courage, I think, for Adam to come to me and say, I think we need to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and it was little things, you know, and especially if you have um, a spouse or you're dating somebody who maybe their their um, prayer life isn't as structured or strong as yours, I think it takes a lot of courage and, mm-hmm. you know, a huge feeling of vulnerability to be able to say, no, this is going to help us. Mm-hmm. This is going to um, strengthen our relationship with each other, but more importantly, with Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, and Adam did that right off the bat. And you know, you know, <clears throat> not having that formation, I think slowly over time it helped to mm-hmm. um, increase my confidence. Well- yeah, and I think some of the things that that I that I did there was like, hey, let's have a uh, family patron saint, and that gives us mm-hmm. something to pray. Like, the, mm-hmm. there's a prayer a for most most patron saints have prayers, you know, mm-hmm. specific yeah. to that person. So it's like, hey, we're gonna have a family patron saint, so we'll pray this together. That's that's one that was like a very easy one to incorporate within mm-hmm. our, within mm-hmm. our prayer yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Another one was the. Uh, uh, the the prayer the good night to our, our blessed mother that we pray we've pl- prayed that for years mm-hmm. and I actually tag that at the end of all of our episodes so if you go back to our episodes and look at our show notes I actually add that to all of them it's a beautiful prayer um, and and we pray that together every night as well so the mm-hmm. pray do I think was is a big thing and then mm-hmm. just like having things that are specific to your family that you say nope this is what we're gonna do together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is something that is part of our family. So this is a this is part of the prayer life as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so if, if you're getting started, men, it needs it's your job. You sh- you should be the one leading leading the prayer, even if it's Absolutely. awkward, because it's going to be awkward when yeah. any time yeah. it's an intimate situation. But it, does, it, it 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 actually it doesn't have to be. 
I, no, but I, I think you might feel awkward about it, but but it's not start as awkward off, as what it, as start as, off with saying, "I'm gonna let's pray in our Father." Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not weird to pray in our Father together with somebody. Uh, maybe if the person, like if you're dating somebody who's an atheist, maybe that would be awkward. But also, like maybe don't date an atheist. <laughs> you know, that mm-hmm. that's yeah. also a thing. Right. Um, for women, though, I think it, it's difficult. I think there's a lot of women out there who wish. Mm-hmm. And it's they 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 yearn for their their husband or or the person that they're dating that maybe you know it's very serious whatever they wish that they would be willing, the leader that yeah. they would be willing and that they would be the leader right because it's prayer. kind of a, a conundrum if you have to ask them to lead them in mm-hmm. prayer are they really the one leading mm-hmm. the pr- you know leading the prayer it could be the, the snowball though it could be the beginning could. of the snowball mm-hmm. right in fact like if and haley said yeah. if, if you you're asking about spontaneous prayer you're saying like i wish we would have more spontaneous prayer if haley said hey we should pray right now in fact luke just the other day blew my mind we were having like it was kind of a hectic day uh, we were all kind of not feeling it we were under the weather uh, we weren't feeling very well it was is a busy day and luke kind of our, our oldest kind of caught the vibe of, of the evening and he said uh we should pray night prayer together mm-hmm. and i was yeah. like wow uh that is like from the liturgy of the hours yeah he was well he just said night prayer together and so i, I don't think he meant liturgy of the hours he probably okay. meant our, our night prayers that oh, we pray okay. together yeah, yeah. but he's gonna just, be really impressed if <laughs> no but he, he, meant- he just like he had the sense of like there's there's disorder in the family mm-hmm. so thus we should pray together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that that trickle down to your kids whenever you have this ordered prayer. Uh, they, then they realize that something is ordered within the family. Mm-hmm. The dad is leading. The mom is, is right there beside them. And the kids are, are, are there praying together. Yeah. So they realize that, okay, this is what we should do in times of stress or, you know, things that, mm-hmm. that aren't, aren't okay. Yeah. So I think that that right there is like nope. If the if the wife says, "Hey, we should pray together," I think that's that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Dad, I really think we should uh, pray Compline. Yeah, just just throwing it out there. Vespers is, is right now. Dad. It's kind of your job, but yeah. uh, I think but we should. I'll pick up the slack. Yeah, yeah. It's time for night night prayer. But uh, JP two says that every every person in the family has a responsibility and a duty uh, to 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 help the family get to heaven. Yeah, which I think is a beautiful thing if you think about mm-hmm. it. You know, every every person within the family, if we're all together, you know, we're the domestic church. We all have a role to pray uh, to play to get each other to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um. So, oh, okay. I talked way I, too much there. Here's here's this. We were going to do another one, but I, I want to do this one. How does your wife <laughs> make you a better Catholic? Um. How do you help them on their spiritual journey as well? Um. I know that my wife Pamela has made me a much a much much better Catholic um just because there were things that you encouraged me to make a priority like and things like not shopping on Sunday you know in my mind that was always oh that's kind of the ideal but when it came down to it actually doing making the decision to not go to the store on Sunday you know even though I need something from Lowe's Mm-hmm. It was always kind of like, well, that's the ideal, but it's just I need not practical. I need I need this, you know. I, you know, I'm trying to work on, it. but then Pamela would encourage. She would if I if I go to Lowe's, she's not like she's going to judge me. <laughs> God might, but but Pamela won't. Um, but she would still say, 
for her own things that she needed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, oh, God, we really need bread. But it's Sunday, so we're not... And so that little things that she does like that are constant reminders for me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a better she's just a better Catholic than I am. So that that's what I say all the time. Haley's only been a Catholic since 2012. She received five sacraments in two months, mm-hmm. which was epic. Uh, but she's way she's a way better Catholic than than I am, and I've been a cradle Catholic my whole life. I think that she's uh, helped me uh, immensely. Just like uh, the 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 things that I don't. That I take for granted, like, okay, you know, there's guys, guys think like, let's get, let's get to mass. Let's make sure we pray before we, we, uh, you know, say our checking boxes. Yeah. Checking boxes, you know, uh, but she's the one that's always like, no, 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 let's incorporate more prayer. Let's incorporate like what we're doing. Let's be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. So she makes me a better Catholic, but Mm -hmm. thanks ladies. Okay. Um, so then we have this question from St. Stephen, Stephen Houle. This is a very important question. This might be possibly the, the most important. This might be the most <laughs> profound question oh, I've I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And actually, many people mm. ask this version of Pe- the question. The people want to know. The people want to know. What's it like being married to the manliest Catholic men on the planet? I've, I'll tell you, Pamela. I've often wondered this myself. It's terrific. I knew it. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I love being married to you. And it's awesome. I love being married to you. Oh, come Should on we kiss now. Again? Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, I guess it's my Haley, turn. Haley, Your turn. Oh. Oh. S- silence <clears throat> from the other side of the table. <laughs> Ho- holy silence. <laughs> oh. It's not good. <laughs> you can, it is pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, I was mean, going to say, is. you can respond with I one mean, adjective mm-hmm, like I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy it. I think I think the, ma- the the biggest part is like making sure we're all on the same page. You know, uh, as a family, it's like listen, okay, if we're going to lead our family to heaven, here's how here's the roles that we we all have to take, which are all important to get us all to heaven. So mm-hmm. to distinguish, like here's what I'm going to do, here's what you're going to do, here's what the kids should do, all being on the same page, like to get our family to heaven, because that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, and we've said this on the sh- on the show before. Having authority is not for ourselves, but we but- have authority to use it for the benefit of others. So it's important to be communicating with your wife so that you can say, what do you need from me right. so that I can be the best leader for our family? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something you need to do regularly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the show is ended, but we will uh, continue just for a few minutes, answer a few more questions. A couple more questions. Uh, you can check that out on YouTube or uh, uh, the social medias. Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out with us You're this welcome. evening. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. For the wife. <clears throat> oh. And we obviously, you know, being put on the spot without having the opportunity to think about it is is not easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We got this great book at the Confraternity of Christian Mothers, the Blue Book. Mm-hmm. Um that has some great spiritual reading on um, on motherhood child and on rearing. your role. Yeah, child rearing and also just tons of great prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, that confraternity also recently, has some really sweet uh, like graces attached to it. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I encourage if, <clears throat> I mean, look it up. And look it up if there's any, you know, in your diocese or nearby 
be I mean, there. It, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It has been. Yeah, or look, in, look up a starting huge one. Blessing. Yeah. Because it's like, I mm-hmm. forget what it is, but anytime you do a, something like a motherly thing, you. Like correct your child with charity or something. Mm-hmm. It's as if you did something like you were a martyr or something. It's like, <laughs> it's something pretty sweet. I remember thinking, like, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Get a lot of opportunity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So much grace. So much. So grace. much. Um, I'm trying to think about the books that I've read. Um, what about the Martin book that you did? Yeah, I mean, that's I'm reading the biography of the Martin family, St. Therese and her parents and, and her siblings. Um, I'm only halfway through it, and I've been reading it for a little while, but it is really good because, like, especially St. Zelie, she was, like, pretty regular. I mean, obviously she was a saint and holy and... But she was a mother. She had a difficult... One of her kids was, like, kind of difficult to raise. And um, and I just read about her trip to Lourdes because uh, St. Zelie had breast cancer. And so, you know, they went to Lourdes for healing and stuff. And, like, all these things went wrong on their trip. Like, she, like, slipped into the tub, kind of, and, mm-hmm. and then, like, just got out immediately. And, like, all their clothes got coffee poured on them on the train and her oh, re- dress ripped and they had to have different room accommodations. Anyways, it's like, that's something that would happen to me, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, but then just, like, you know, reading about, um, I don't know, just well, she yeah, and her she husband's a, they relationship. They had an incredibly difficult and, like, tragic. Yeah, like and they, they lost all these four children. That died young, yeah. Uh, one of their children was not an infant when she died she was like probably four or five and one of their children starved to death because she had breast um, cancer and couldn't breastfeed yes and, and yeah. couldn't yeah. find anybody to nurse yeah. the kid mm-hmm. so, so it's it not like they starved. just got sick and died it was like oh my gosh um so anyways that's been a good read it's been very uplifting um, yeah <laughs> but you know she has all these letters that they're quoting to like her sister-in-law and her brother and just like, well, this is God's plan and I hope I can die well and I want to die, but I want to finish fulfilling my duties as a mother, you know, and um, just like regular things. And it's encouraging. Mm -hmm. It seems like she was someone who took the vocation of motherhood. Oh, yeah. Perfectly. Like she understood it. Mm-hmm. Exactly the way it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and, and she went and all out. And yeah, yeah, exactly. It was committed to it, and she everything was that, that was required of her. She was, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you, girl. For you, ladies. actually, Sean Finn has a question for you, for, for you, ladies. What is something men think they need to do for you or <clears> the family, <throat> but <throat> in reality, doesn't really matter? I read that question hmm. somewhere, and I was thinking, really, I feel like I have. I didn't answer for the opposite question. Like, what is something that maybe they don't do, but it's like, I would always love it if you did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, what Go, was that? Re- and really, it. I think it has to do with your love language. I was going to bring up love languages. Which, since being married, mine has changed. Yeah. Mine is acts so. of service. So, like, if David ever does the dishes, like, that's awesome. When he folds a lot, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you can't do too much of that kind of thing. But I don't, I'm not sure if I really have an answer for his question. Um, I, I don't like, I wonder if he's thinking like, do you want us to open doors? And it's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. I feel like he's kind of asking that sort of thing. Yeah. He's asking like, is it a big deal to open, maybe open doors or is it like that? He, that he wants me to stay home. Like, well, 
that's fine because I also want to stay home yeah. and you know raise the kids as opposed to yeah. like working full time or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think you're right. Love languages is is huge. Um, words of affirmation, um, mm-hmm. noticing that I'm, you know, working all day while you're at mm-hmm. work. Also, you know, things are getting done here also, and just hearing Adam coming home and you know making telling the, me yeah, making the comment the house looks nice yeah that you know, he right after you vacuum or something yeah, yeah that you know he has socks you know in the drawer every morning or boxers which doesn't always happen but i mean more often <laughs> than Underrated. not I it's think. overrated <laughs> overrated <laughs> no one will know yeah. yeah so you know just things like that and and telling me i look beautiful you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm yeah, so the seven-year itch question or the seven-year hurdle, whatever, however they put it, yeah. knowing your spouse's love language is crucial. So Pamela and I are on the the Catholic Engaged Encounter team, mm-hmm. you know, so we help lead couples who are engaged through this retreat to help them get ready for marriage and stuff. And one of the things that we do is we do this love language segment and having, like the way this guy, it's a video we play, the guy with the biggest southern draw you've Gary ever heard. Gary Chapman. Gary. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's his book. He do, he's the video. You know, he knows you want the bedroom painted. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and he's got an accent. Yeah. So anyway, he talks all about keeping your spouse's love tank full, uh, and it sounds kind of cheesy, but actually, it's if you can know what your spouse's love language is, like mm-hmm. if they don't really care about. Um, receiving gifts if that's not what speaks to them don't waste your time doing it or if they do appreciate gifts and they're not really big on acts of service well you know that's good to know you know just mm-hmm. get get them something small because that's mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like a car you know well and I think a lot of it it has to do or with also making sure <laughs> although, a car. Although make, that'd work. making sure that not only like I appreciate things but that our children also appreciate mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've said this before on the show, but we don't have a dinner where the kids do not say thank mm-hmm. you to their mother for mm-hmm. cooking dinner yeah. that evening. You know, making sure that, like, you Because they're going to copy whatever you do. Right, yes, so you lead by you. example. Yeah. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's, like, kind of ridiculous. It's like, as <laughs> soon as we set down the food at the table, it's like, thank you for dinner, Mom. Dad, what, how was your day? And it's like, listen, we haven't even sat down yet. Give me a second. Wait, it needs to be more natural. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like they are... Like, You're doing it wrong, kids. They're ingrained, you know. But, uh, you know, it is super important for for mm-hmm. your to teach your kids how to be grateful mm-hmm. yeah. for, for what they have. And also, one thing I've noticed, if I just focus on loving David the best that I can love him, I forget that, you know, sometimes I might feel not as loved or whatever. My love tank might not be full. That's so true. But I don't yeah. think about that when I'm just <clears throat> focused on loving David more. So yeah. that's helpful for me, like, you know, whatever. But I try to give him the energy, and then I just kind of forget that I'm having all these, like, pity parties or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people who say, like, to get out of depression – you know, to is to start thinking about other, other people, people more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which Not, is different. That clinical that's different, depression. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different. It's from a huge being depressed. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just. I was just. Yeah. Of course, the, you have to yeah. say. You know, I agree. People are going to email us if we don't. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I have one more it. that I really want to ask. But do you do you have one that you want to ask before we close up close up shop? Was there one that like jumped out at you? 
Dave or uh, I think the dating ladies. one. Someone, uh, Brian yeah. Spears. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. How yeah, does your yeah, wife? So. Oh, <clears throat> best no. tips for those. Just kidding. Just Sorry, starting Brian. to date for the first time. Okay. Right here. Yeah. Um, Rossi Nasi. I think this is pretty obvious, but if you don't think you're going to marry them, just don't date them. Right. That is a yeah. that is great advice. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I tell you what, like the older I get, the more <clears throat> crotchety I get about this kind of thing. But get like, off my lawn. Like, <laughs> date dating in high school is stupid. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Are, you, yeah. are you ready to get married? No. Don't date. Some people get married right after high school, and that works out. Okay, that's fine. I'm just you, saying. What, what you're you going to get emails is you can be friends, mm-hmm. but having a formal, right. official dating relation. I mean, if you are ready to get married, okay, then date. You know, like if you have your life put together in high school, go for it. I doubt mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think. But I know it's not a popular opinion, and it was not my opinion in high school at all. You know, but the older mm-hmm. I get, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more like, crotchety well, about what, it all what, what now. What is the end to things that we yeah, do? The purpose mm-hmm. of dating is marriage. And I used to say, oh, well, it's important to date in high school so you, you know how to do it well. You can practice. The thing is, that's not what's happening in high school. You're not dating well. All you're doing is dating poorly. You're making a bunch of dating mistakes and mm-hmm. forming dating habits, you know, and it's just bad. Don't do it. Dads, be bold. <laughs> yeah, be bold. <laughs> Take a stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, is there anything else you want to oh, But dating no, tips. No, da- dating tips. Dating tips. Receive. Mm. That is what made me fall in love. It's one of the things that made me fall in love with her. As a woman, we are made, created to receive. So like there's, you know, I like this guy or whatever. I've got his phone number. I'm not going to text him because I'm just going to receive if he wants to text me or whatever, that's fine, but... Don't go chasing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I swooned when she told me that was her motto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. the only time I've ever done that. Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling. Can you give us an example? Yeah. Yeah. Can you reenact it? No. Okay. I just wanted to... <laughs> Good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you may actually bite at that. No. But you did not. No. Mm-hmm. But dating tips... Um, date enough, if you're Catholic... Date another Catholic. I think I cannot emphasize this enough. I know that you can date a non-Catholic. You you know, it's like, oh, well, she's a good Christian or he's a good Christian. You might have a great dating relationship. A marriage will be different. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. there will be things about, you know, and I know like you guys, you know, Haley, you're not, you weren't Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so there's always that people are going to always say that exception, you know, well, you know, whatever. My spouse converted, and now everything's great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you can't count on that, right? You can't. No. You can't count on that. And if maybe you do start dating someone, and if they're not open to converting, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that. As a rule, I think that's you, you, accurate. You now, should, there are exceptions. You should. You should expect mm-hmm. to marry a, another Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not, for like, the sake so, of your future children. So for so for me, when Haley and I were dating, Haley was not baptized at all when we first started dating so she was unchurched yeah and growing up more agnostic you know just it was just kind of a a non-issue right yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely um but i made things very like when i when i realized like things were kind of progressing uh dating wise Mm -hmm. and things were getting a little bit more serious i made it very clear 
this is how I envision the family. This is how I envision raising mm-hmm. our children. Mm-hmm. Expectations. The, 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 like, this is what I am. I propose moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I expect, you know, raising a family. Yeah. Um, so that and way there's no, like, oh, we're now married and you didn't tell me this mm-hmm. beforehand. Right. Um, I made it very clear. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think that happened as you and David moved in together after college and start, returned to, um, returned to, you know, your faith um, and kind of learning more about it. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this seems like, you know, things are changing. Our relationship is definitely changing because we hadn't, you know, I hadn't seen this side of you before. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, if it's, I'll go and I'll, you know, head to mass for a few times with him and, and we'll just kind of see where it goes and, and see if there's anything to this. And sure enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think three years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, if your wife is going through RCIA, even if you are not her s- sponsor, go to RCIA with her. Oh, yeah. Like, Every even, every time, even, every time. I mean, that's what I. I mean, every time I was there, I was not her RCA sponsor, but I was there to show her support and what she's. I mean, this is the biggest thing that she's she's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think this might be bad advice. I don't know. I think it's good advice. <laughs> if you're going on a first date with somebody, I think you should make it clear from the very beginning what your expectations are. With dating, this is something that I decided on after it didn't work out with somebody I dated, just very briefly. I decided, you know what, from now on, the first date I go on, I'm going to tell them, look, I'm looking for a chaste relationship, I'm looking for, you know, I'm Catholic, I'm looking for someone who can help me pursue holiness as a vocation, and, you know, these are what I'm looking for, and... Don't beat around the bush. Right. And <laughs> I knew that that might scare some people away. Like, whoa. That's hey, a little too intense. Hey, this is just date mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. I just was hoping kind of have a, like, maybe have a nice evening. Mm-hmm. But I, I realized the woman that I'm looking for, when I say these things, she will say, at last. This is, I've been waiting for somebody to say this. You know, like, this is the man I've been looking for. You know, so... Mm-hmm. It was just, it was actually just, (laughs) it's just, you know, like if it scares them away, great. Now, you know, now what you would have found out in three months or, or whatever, you know, so it's just get it at, you know, the sooner, the better. It's a discernment process. So if this is going to help you discern, Mm -hmm. um, it's a good thing. So I hope that doesn't ruin any first dates for you, but I don't remember you saying any of those things. I did. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, I already knew those things you guys about knew you. Each other's background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's a question that I had. Uh, I'm interested to hear you guys be honest. Be honest. Okay. Uh, Sutherland.ray asks, has the Catholic Man Show helped the wives at all? Have they heard something that would put them, you know, that, that helped them? Has... Like the think, content yeah, of the Catholic or, Show? Or do you think that like the ministry in general has helped? Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy for Dave and I to go and we go to Phoenix, you know, every year for the men's conference. That's kind of nice for us, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in reality, because we're, we're flying out. We're, we're going to Phoenix in February, which is a very easy oh, yeah. sell. 
It's very cold here. 70s. Yeah. It's beautiful there. <clears throat> uh, we don't, you know, it's kind of a quote unquote vacation for us a mm-hmm. little bit. I mean, we still have to do things, but like, so we're catching the easy Adam, end. We know. Yeah. We know it's a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys catch that. We're still here. Yeah. You guys catch the, the, the tougher yeah. end of, uh, of that. Like, well, it sanctifies us. Let's mm-hmm. say that. Sure. <laughs> and but, patience. And, but you know what? Something I forgot to mention earlier, um, seeing David do the show and you guys get a lot of like testimonies from people like I haven't been to confession in mm-hmm. 20 years or something. And it's just yeah. like so amazing. Um, so I think I have been able to see your faith be more dependent on God and just like really it's in God's hands. Um, just really like laying it down and it's an offering instead of like you trying to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah. I can see that um, just through this ministry has helped that. Um, yeah, there have been many episodes that we did that we both thought that's that's, not that's one of the worst episodes we've ever done. And, and we then, almost did not even publish it. Right. And then those turned out to right. you know be the ones that had like mm-hmm. some miracle, you know, mm-hmm. effect. It's not like somebody. the actual yeah, miracle, good, but you really know, really good feedback. Some, and, something like what you just said. Yeah. 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 But I'd say as far as like the content goes, I try to listen to the episodes. I'm like, maybe you don't listen to us. I'm listen. maybe five months behind, and I finally <laughs> did. Like, you know what? I don't need to listen to the cigar, the Ultimo cigar. You know, I'm not gonna. Oh, babe, that one is so good. Well, mm-hmm. I skipped that one, and I, <laughs> I also skip. You know, I gotta catch up. Yeah. Um, but usually, I always glean something, and a lot of times, it's a lot of things, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah. You know. Especially when you guys have guests on. <laughs> Especially when you guys aren't talking. You know what? I learn so much when you guys aren't talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have other when people you have who are other doing people the talking. On there, yeah. I learn yeah. so much. It is incredible. When I actually I actually feel the same way. Other people <laughs> use words. Yeah. <laughs> when we have guests, like, I'm like, okay, I just listen to the Carlo Broussard one. Take a one, deep breath and, and let them like, just do their thing. Good. Yeah, Carlo Broussard is yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's underrated as a philosopher. Yeah. Agreed. Strongly agreed. Yeah. Anything from you, babe? Um, yeah, I mean, it can be difficult when, you know, it seems like, you know, you guys are going <laughs> off and gallivanting around, and there's been some talk about other locations recently, and I'm like, oh, well, that'll be nice for you. Dave, I haven't even <laughs> updated you since you've been gone. Um, since but, you've been gone. And it, it, is, it is easy, you know, to throw a pity party while I'm at home and things are not going well. <laughs> and you mayday, know, mayday. Yeah, exactly. But you know, because you're, that's spiritual warfare. Like things are happening here and things are getting at me because I know he's doing God's work. And you're and supporting is, him in that. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah. so it's, it is, you know, a, uh, a sacrifice, but at the same time, you know, when you know they're camping and it's been raining for 48 hours, oh, it's man. like, yeah. well, I'm glad I'm not out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. I did too, even though my tent was flooded. Yeah. Yeah, I, I talked to you on the phone. Yeah. It was my birthday and he was gone and he called. And so is it just like miserable? He was like, no. No, it's totally fine. I don't even believe you, but <laughs> I'm glad that's your answer. <laughs> Um, is there any, um, I haven't seen any, any Facebook questions come in in a while, but I did see one more in here I was going to ask. Okay. Let me find it though. How about pet peeves? 
like how do you get through pet pee? You know, there's the the marriage stage of like learning like oh this is how you know there's some pet peeves that are I, happen- like yes. you don't do you do mm. things that I that kind of gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you did this. You have to be bold. I don't like confrontation. And early in our marriage, David did something, you know, continued to do something, and I thought, you know what. David loves me, and Are you I. You talking love about him. the cabinet doors? Yes, the cabinet doors. He likes to leave them open. I mean, he doesn't I, like to leave them open. He doesn't think about shutting them. I just them. do leave them open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, it's I like, don't like that. It's like that. the sixth you know, sense in our kitchen. Doors need to be closed sometimes. all the way. Cabinets uh-huh. need to be closed, and so I realized, like, I know David doesn't really know he's doing this, and I know that David wants to love me the best he can. And he just doesn't know that that is a way he can love. <laughs> so I told him. So much him, opportunity right <laughs> here. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? It's worth like bringing it up because otherwise, you know, yeah. 60, 70 years go by and that thing would grow, you know. Right. Fester. How about you, honey? What do you mean? Pet peeves. How do you get over mine? Uh, well, you don't have any. He yeah, already well. said. It's, it's very <laughs> easy because you don't really have any. Okay, come um, on now. Pamela has one <laughs> one major one that I still struggle with. Oh. It's like, look, if you are going to be that good looking all the time, <laughs> mm, oh, okay, yeah. like, what do you want from me? What am I supposed to do when you're over there just being like being so hot? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do <laughs> about it. The, okay. <laughs> one of the things that I did that I did not even realize until Haley said, kind of like what you were saying, Pamela, like like you need to just like talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. bring it up. Mm-hmm. That is, it's another driving thing, which is very interesting. Oh it's yeah, very the funny. car. Oh, yeah. I almost brought uh, this one up. Yeah. <laughs> when I get to a stop sign, because like I like to a win. Stop light. A stop light. Like I like to win, and and everything that I do, I want to win. Mm, you, st- you still have not achieved perfection, my friend. Not yet. Um, but I'm I'm. Uh, running to win the race, um, so like when I when I approach a stoplight, I like slow way down, but I don't actually stop. Mm. I like do the slow. I creep. slow roll oh. until it turns green because Only I'm if already you're in front. No, 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 no. Like no, no, no. If there's somebody in front of me, like I, I know I have to. Like I'm, I'm. You gotta pace I'm, yourself. I'm trying to time <laughs> the light perfectly, basically. When the light turns green, that I get to boom, and I, I and I'm and I'm off. How does that work for you? Uh, well, it works great. From actually, I'm very good at it because I've done it since I was 16. Uh, <laughs> however, when I realize that my wife kind of gets motion sick when I'm just oh, like, slowly creeping. Oh, and you know when you're eight weeks pregnant or you know mm. right in those times, and I'm like just it's barely like, rolling. <laughs> Don't even uh, think about it. Yeah. And, like, would you stop already? Yeah, it's yeah. like would you stop? I was like, I'm just trying to win. Like this guy over here, I think wants to race us in our minivan, right? And I want to win. Like, look win. at all of the cars around us. Do you see how they? are stopped and still right. at the stoplight. <laughs> yeah. But I like I typically don't anyway, that was one thing that Do your I realized. kids say anything about that? Our kids would say no. something about that. No, no they they don't say it other than They want to win also. If Mary would be like turn right on red. You can mm, turn right on red. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of backseat drivers also. They know yeah. weird things. Go mom. Go yeah. mom. And there's the liquor store. We <laughs> <laughs> drive by the liquor store. The beer store. And Elizabeth yeah. like, hey, there's the liquor store. They and I'm like, that's it. right, yeah. honey. <laughs> mom, do we need to stop at the liquor store? So, like, so the Elizabeth, lo- do you need anything? <laughs> the, the laws just changed where they can come in now. Yeah, we can take our kids in, in the, the liquor, liquor store. store. And I so thought about taking, having a family, a family. <laughs> 
trip oh to the gosh. liquor store the other day. And they just touch everything. Yeah. Right. Oh, they would love yeah. that. Crash, crash. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So we went to the brewery uh, on Sunday after ma- after Holy Mass. We went to the uh, brewery, and, and I was just going to run in real quick, grab a four-pack, because it was a special. American Slayer had the three-year IPA. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm, I want to grab a four-pack. And Luke, and Luke said, hey, can I come in with you? I'm like, yeah, you can. And so both Luke and Jude, obviously Jude, wanted to, to join in naturally. So we went in there, and we walked back out. And as soon as we got in the car, Luke goes, yeah, Mom, I went into the liquor store. There's two TVs in there. They're both playing football games. I just sat there and watched football while Dad bought his beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it's profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it was a big day. He felt so, pretty big. Yeah. It's my new favorite place, I'm just yeah. going to say. Um, okay. Is there anything that you ladies had questions <clears throat> or wanted to ask or talk about before we... When you see these guys out and about, they are not celebrities, okay? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, I keep know, saying, but... And it is funny to watch that happen. Or to hear that from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're... You're Adam Minahan's wife. I said that's how people know me. It's They're just like, so Adam funny. Wife and I'm, I know, and um, yeah, it is different. My mom also thinks it's funny. Well, it is. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I have to correct them. I'm like, no, you don't. He's understand. my husband. <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I just think it's funny, mm-hmm. and also it's. This is really not really pertinent, but it's interesting because, like, I feel like I know women who are gift givers, you know, like, oh, I'm so great. Like, you you came and did this talk, like, you know, here's a candle or here's a scarf mm. I knitted or something. But the guys, they give you things, and it's, like, woodworking things or laser-etched decanters. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's really cool to see the craftsmanship from the males, you know. I know mm-hmm. what craftsmanship from the women look like, and... Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Even though they're not celebrities, but, you know, if you give them things, I yeah. think it's cool still. <laughs> but if you would like to send us liquor, you can you can go to thecatholicmanshow.com. <laughs> yes. and yeah. You should see my husband's face just light up <laughs> when I sent a text message of, you know, a heavy box has arrived. <laughs> and we know what's in it. And he's I'm just, always pumped. <laughs> we, we get all the books at our house. Yeah, mm. you get the books, we get the liquor. That's a good trade-off. I'll switch yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you have anything else, Dave? No. Ladies, thank Ladies, you for thank you. supporting us and yeah, thank you for all your support in our in our Happy ministry. Yeah. Because literally, we couldn't do it without you. I mean, like yeah. literally, it, yeah. it just wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Haley, was it as bad as what you thought it was going to be? Well, I didn't think it was going to be necessarily she, so we voted just, like so i I'm put not, up on instagram i said should we have the, the our, our wives on as a and i had them vote yeah and Haley voted no yeah she was one of only a few people but who she said realized no. she but did, there were others she did not something. She, she did not realize that i was going to be able to see who voted what <laughs> right. it's not anonymous yeah it's, yeah. it's not an well, anonymous I, yeah, vote I, really, I thought it was anonymous so i was like i'm yes. just gonna so she was like trying to skew <laughs> no, the numbers no, no. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and voted no we had one person vote no mm-hmm. 12 times <laughs> yeah. we looked it up and it was you Haley. <laughs> <laughs> i do like to stay in the background and that's you know what that's the worst part was before we actually started because like you can hear yourself and it's like mm-hmm. is anyone listening to us yet and I need to blow my nose. Yeah, do I always sound this funny? Like, <laughs> People have to listen to this. They hmm. get to listen to it. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. 
Any uh, parting advice for married women out there? Just like last. Love your husbands. Mm-hmm. Be a saint. What do you mm-hmm. mean? What do you specifically mean by that? Physically love your husbands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Physically. By is physical touch. Is this like a physical physical words like of affirmation? Married, words of affirmation. Uh, married kind of service. thing? Mm, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> I'm afraid to say anything. So, <laughs> yes. She's about to give yes. uh, birth to our to our fourth child. Mm-hmm. If that tells you if yes. that says anything at all. <laughs> I think we can end it now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go out on that. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> <laughs>